0: You're with Julian on The Brown Note and a review of Hillbilly Elegy. Oh, I've got lots to say about this. So, um, I've criticised Steven Spielberg as being the most talented filmmaker to have ruined the most films broadly because he gives the audience no credit for having any intelligence. He makes everything in broad strokes. There's never any subtlety or complexity to what's going on outside of Schindler's List. Um, most of the time you're giving a very pat black and white reading of things he can't resist going for big emotional notes i find it very cringe inducing and i think he's um any serious subject he's tackled i really hated the post his last big serious film uh it was like a cartoon uh child's version of events and um if there's someone that has everything that's got, uh, steven spielberg does wrong and only that, without any of the incredible talent that had Raiders of the Lost Ark on. I mean, when the guy's in full flight, he is obviously one of the greatest directors in the world. He just can't help himself by being too noble and too heroic and too plain and vanilla. If there's one guy that only has that side, it's Ron Howard. Ron Howard is like Steven Spielberg distilled into that morass of blandness, and hero- heroism and black and white morality and lack of complexity and hammering you with emotional notes and oscar bait well over the years i haven't really liked his films uh he did far and away that was terrible uh apollo 13 i thought was a decent effort considering uh beautiful mind i love when it came out but i um, watching it after it's cringe inducing um he's done a lot of films and a lot of them have fallen by the wayside so he's got a pretty big track record of films falling i mean the da vinci code big success at the box office not so much elsewhere and angels and demons uh these are bad films the one film that stood out that was good was rush didn't appear to be in his normal style at all in the heart of the sea just died um and solo star wars story what are you doing that was terrible um but hillbilly elegy has been a cultural phenomenon in america the novel well the biography autobiography by jd vance a guy that grew up in white poverty and ended up making it through um harvard or yale yale i think and ended up becoming very powerful and rich and uh, wrote an autobiography of his childhood Uh, And it became, of course, celeb, focusing on white poverty um, and, I guess, you know, someone breaking through their background story. Um, Ron Howe has turned this into a film and it has, it's already got crucified by critics. It was obviously, obviously, and this is how misguided he must be, um, designed to win loads of Oscars because of the release date. Uh, it's through Netflix. Now, we get um, some big actors. Amy Adams is possibly my favourite female actor. I love her. Glenn Close. Um, they're, the, they're the two sort of established actors. Frida Pinto is well-known after Slumdog Millionaire, but she hasn't got a big role at all. Um, and I think it's Gabrielle Basso who's the um, the the guy. Hayley Bennett, who's um, she turned up in The Devil all the time. She in exactly the same role as the White housewife in poverty um she's very convincing at that but um she might be getting a bit typecast (laughs) she looks a bit like michelle um williams is it michelle williams anyway i digress and we get him in his childhood and it sort of flits between kentucky and ohio um his mum is a drug addict and she loses her job as a nurse and she's addicted to heroin and painkillers and the family have a lot of problems with alcohol addiction and um, poverty and he ends up going to live with his nan played by Glenn Close uh, so he can study and not be around all of this it's shown that uh, Glenn Close herself uh, put Amy Adams through hell as a child Um, not her personally but the family life that they had was extremely abusive and that led to what Amy Adams is now uh, with much of the film being told in flashbacks that arrive like a child hitting a drum while you're watching a movie, no subtlety at all, and just continually thrown in for virtually no artistic reason whatsoever. Um, everything about it is stock, I'm sure you can imagine, lots of screaming and shouting, lots of homely White folk living poor but actually bonding because of their families is the most important thing. Um this is a very terrible film. And I went up and down as to how I was gonna score it. Um I found it almost impossible to watch. It's so cringe-inducing. If you remember The Simpsons and Cletus, the guy that climbs up the telegraph pole and says, I can see my, my house film here. Hey Ma, get off the dang roof. That has more depth and subtlety than Ron Howard's treatment of this story. I found myself continually cringing at their depictions of in inverted commas white trash, uh, which is now a racial epithet that you can get barred on Facebook. That's why I'm putting it in verse, inverted commas. Um, there they want to call it poverty porn to attack it this is soft core poverty porn um nothing about it is i mean the 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 opposite of this film is winter's bone where everything felt real where the characters were real where the performances were excellent the direction was artistic and you got sucked into this world this is the hallmark greeting card version of winter's bone um the story is next to non-existent um there isn't really a lot that happens basically he has a hard home life Mummy is a drug addict and uh things are tough and then he goes to school um there's not enough to hang a film on it's an interesting world but we don't get to see it we don't get to see any depth or detail in this world Glenn Close I think will win an Oscar she doesn't put a foot wrong um she is she embodies her character as limited as they are so completely i reckon she will get an oscar there's not a single facial tick that is out of place amy adams i'm extremely angry at her being in films like this the fact she's not got an oscar so far i do intend to marry her one day and i don't appreciate them u- using her in films like this she's uh, one of my favorite actresses and she's been snubbed over and over at the oscars And she would definitely get snubbed this time her acting is fine it's just so histrionic the character that she's given well all we get to see is her you know acting up a lot and i don't i didn't find any sort of it's almost like this is a no stakes film i didn't really find that i was worried about anything that was happening to these people maybe because you know the end but even so it's you're capable of building tension in these films there isn't tension in this film uh, the fleeting backwards and forwards is, is distracting and unnecessary and seems to pad out a film because there isn't that much story. His relationship, the guy played by the main, uh, I think, Gabriel Basso, who plays a J.D. Vance character. All the characters look identical to who they are in real life. It's quite surprisingly good at that. Um, his relationship with his girlfriend is just so pat and uninteresting. Um, I don't know if she's included because she's different racially to white people it's the only reason i can assume that she's in there because they don't try to build any form of relationship with them at all i found Gabriel basso completely uninvolving i didn't really warm to him at all i didn't care about his life and i didn't really want to be on his side that much and here comes some of the cruxes i mean this is a very very badly directed film and i was weighing up throughout the first two thirds whether to give it a zero because it was snapping my shins how cringy inducing it was I was actually laughing at it quite a few times Um, which it definitely wants you to take it seriously and you can't it is so bad Um, and I was thinking will I give it a zero and it kind of calmed down in the back half of the film where scene after scene was actually not as terrible But then I started thinking about the wider things going on here. This is trying to be a statement movie deliberately designed to win Oscars and to be about white poverty. And then I started thinking, this is a character who left behind his family, went to Yale and became a venture capitalist. I don't know that that is something I want to be particularly on board with. Um, The fact that he did is kind of dismissing the fact that 99.9% of people that come from his background never have any opportunity to do anything. And singling out the one person that's got through, I don't really agree with, but celebrating the guy that left his family behind to become a venture capitalist is a bit, I'm not really that sort of sympathetic to his life, to be honest. And secondly, there just isn't any story. Um, He had a hard life growing up, and that was it. He had a hard life growing up, went to Yale and became a venture capitalist. Um, How many hundreds of thousands of people have hard home lives that would have been relatable to this? Um, I feel like that there is a mine here, a gold mine, and he's turned up and done a Scott Morrison photo opportunity outside it because even delving into the back of Amy Adams' childhood, actually looking at the communities at all, which we don't really see or get a sense of, There's virtually nothing here that couldn't be in a normal suburban environment. I just don't understand what they were going for. Or other than Oscars and other than to show white poverty. But they don't really. Because I didn't get any of the atmosphere of Appalachia or of Kentucky or of any of those environments. It was just pretty much working class suburban people. And I felt like everything was low stakes. Um, I found it very cringe inducing all of the time. I found the direction to be pat and he seemed to throw in endless flashbacks to make up for the fact that it wasn't very much story. I found the lead character almost singularly unsympathetic and uninvolving. I didn't care about his life and it wasn't very interesting anyway. So this is one of the worst films I've seen this year. It's just whether or not to give it a full zero. Um, I would say that this fails on enough levels... Uh, and the fact that I didn't hate some of the stuff in the second half was more down to the fact that it wasn't quite as continually awful as the first hour, but it is incredibly misguided. I think uh, celebrating the one person in the million that escapes his past and leaves his family behind to become a venture capitalist isn't something that I would be on board with anyway. Um, I didn't like the lead character or his performance, i thought amy adams was wasted glenn close was very good and i thought that this was the most misguided film i've seen this year so i am going to have to say there's no there wasn't anything that i got out of it and it left a bad taste in my mouth and i was laughing at it when i should have been emotionally devastated by it it's hallmark greeting card level nothing is really upsetting anyway um so i'm going to give uh Hillbilly Elegy because it is so bad at what it attempts to do. A zero out of ten. It probably deserves like a three out of ten as a movie. But when you factor in the things that it's going for and the characters that it's asking you to root for, I think that adds to the, it. Compounds the failure for me. So this is a truly terrible film. You're going to have to have really bad taste to sit through it and not be glad when it's over it's also very boring uh it doesn't have enough story to sustain itself and it doesn't give you any window into this world that's so, so rich and cinematic in other films the devil all the time i was in that world that this film tr- claims to be part of i was knee deep in that world throughout that whole very bad film Here I don't get any, I I never felt like I was in these environments at all. I felt like I was reading a homely spun tale from a children's book. So I'm going to give uh, Hillbilly Elegy a 0 out of 10 for the apex of Ron Howard's often terrible. Is Ron Howard the worst filmmaker in America today, including M. Night Shyamalan? Yes, yes he is. 0 out of 10.